News Biscuit, real fake news. Welcome to News Biscuit, the UK's original fake news. News Biscuit, the real cause for the king's enlarged prostate. I'm your host, <laughs> Renfo, and I'm joined by two Iranian-backed guests, Sketchly and Hokey Loki. Hello. Yeah, yeah, put your hellos in now. Hiya, morning. There you go. Excellent. They are here. They're just on a delay. This month sees crimes against humanity, not by Israel, but by the Oscars snubbing Barbie. The doomsday yes. clock moves 90 seconds to midnight, making all cocktails half price. And Trump wins in New Hampshire, so everyone else loses. And that brings us to our first round news in brief where our panelists select their favourite headlines. Okie Loki, what have you got? Tory pledge met after activists build 40 new hospitals in Second Life. Ah, the imaginary 40 new hospitals that... Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they've got one, they've got around it a little bit, haven't they? Because haven't they discovered lots of the hospitals contain that aerated concrete? Oh, right. In demolishing <laughs> that hospital that is now a death trap and rebuilding it, technically, that's a new hospital. <laughs> And I've only discovered, actually, funny enough, I talk about aerated concrete, just off topic. I discovered uh, last week that the office that I'd been in for about three years was all riddled with aerated concrete. And I could have died at any point. But it was OK, <laughs> because what they did eventually is they moved me out of that office and moved me to an, a new area of the building. And that area of the building is riddled with asbestos. So wherever, oh, so wherever I'm going... It's, it's a potential death trap. Are they um, trying to tell you something, Randy? I think they are trying to tell me something. <laughs> yes, it's technically not constructive dismissal if I just die <laughs> mysteriously. Uh, <laughs> Lego hospital suffering from bed blocking. <laughs> Very good. Building Lego hospitals would be easier. I just wouldn't want to be a, you know, a nurse on my rounds treading on it at various well, points. Well, I was, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you're going to get all those little minor injuries, which, yeah, if anyone's yeah. Tread, tread on Lego, you know it's not a minor injury. It's proper serious. <laughs> yes. I've experienced yes. all sorts of pains in my life, right from, you know, gallstones to all sorts of bits and pieces. And treading on Lego, I think, still makes the top five. <laughs> Confused Tory applauds rail strikes and denounces airstrikes. <laughs> Tony Benn used to always say, you know, if we've got money to bomb people, we've got money to help people. And we've definitely got a lot of money to bomb people these days, it seems yes. to me. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously this week we've discovered that Israel might have been doing a little sneaky genocide, the International Crimes Court have said. But one of the knock-ons is I suspect means that we can't sell them arms anymore that's yes. going to really cramp our style isn't it that's all our exports now after brexit all we export <laughs> is death maybe we should keep them for ourselves for the the oncoming war yes we've had a lot of generals this week going online and telling us all we've now got to enroll in the army to fight right why are we fighting russia again i don't know but apparently we've all got to go fight russia we're all going to the front because <laughs> it's 1914 again and yes you're absolutely right we wouldn't have to do that if we kept some of these missiles, surely. What, what he's doing, Putin's just watching to see where, where all the arms are going and just he's going to attack those countries that are sending. <laughs> they've obviously got none left. They're empty, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's not going to mess with Israel anytime no. soon. But right. the UK and, you know, and yes, on the Israel genocide thing, because I've got to mention it because, you know, it's comedy gold. What of it being genocide <laughs> at all? I just, it's, it's interesting. The Israeli reaction to it has been curious because obviously the international court, this is like pretty much every nation on earth and said, you're, what you're doing now is probably a bit wrong. And Israel's turned around and gone, no, it's not. It's fine. We're going to carry on doing it. <laughs> now, I mean, again, I'm not necessarily taking a side of this, but 
if someone had accused me of genocide, which happens a lot, <laughs> if someone accused me of genocide, I think I would stop killing people for at least a week. <laughs> just from my, just from a defence perspective. I, for me, I think it probably doesn't look good if I just keep killing people. And yet Israel's got, no, nope, this is all fine. Business as usual. So yeah, <laughs> odd time to be living through. Hey ho. <laughs> all Boeing planes to carry a spare window. Was well, Boeing think... crashed again? It was a door that came off one of their planes. No. And I can't remember which of the which of the Boeings it was. Rather embarrassing, so they had to ground all that particular brand of Boeing uh, until they're sure it's not it's not a sort of a, a structural fault somewhere. Well, I feel it is a fault somewhere if the door falls off. <laughs> what are they suggesting? Yes. It's a feature. It's to let you out quickly. So the door yeah. actually fall ajar. You didn't like open. It just literally fell off. I think so. I know people don't like rec the recycled air on, on aeroplanes, but you know, <laughs> it's a bit of an extreme solution, really, isn't it? Now, uh, it's, it's a hypothetical, right? Say... You're on the plane. It's about to take off. Door falls off. Oh, dear, dear, dear. But they come around very quickly. They fit the door back on. They go, it's fine. We fitted it. We know what the problem is. We fitted it. <laughs> Would you stay on that plane? I don't think so. I, you know, I prefer sitting in an airport terminal to uh, being on that plane, which, you know, says quite a lot, really. Is that a plane which would be terminal? <laughs> <laughs> no one left to replace Ed Davey as Lib Dem leader. So, I'm not even sure uh, there so was anyone around to, to run against him the first time round. Well, yeah. Could you name more than two Lib Dem MPs? I would struggle. Is Paddy Ashdown still there? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I met Paddy Ashdown once. He said, I look very good in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I, about 21 at the time? And I met him for something or other. And he said, yes, you look very good in the suit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to take with that. I mean, I suppose it's a compliment, but you're right. It kind of speaks to my lack of qualities in other areas, maybe. It's just a suit and nothing else. Sketchly, what do you have for us? Met Office says, it's a bit windy out there. Did anyone gain a trampoline in the storms or lose any paddling? <laughs> Our neighbour lost one no, a, few, I mean, a few storms ago. You just need to stay in your house for a good sort of five or six years, right? Um, it doesn't work if you move a lot. If you stay in your house for five, six years, you at least get one year when you get a trampoline. <laughs> right. And then there's somebody else's go. It's, it's nice. It's like a sharing thing in the community. Sometimes you get a kid with it. Yeah. <laughs> Little bonus. Uh -huh. Only for a year, though. And then you've got to let someone else have a go. On the trampoline rather than the yeah. <laughs> just just to be clear. It's Ooh. funny, isn't it? There's a mixed feeling, I think, when you go to bed when there's a big storm, because obviously you don't want your own house to be wrecked, but you kind of want carnage to happen everywhere else. So you can look out your window and go, ooh. Ooh, the neighbours have lost their roof. Wheelie bins running around the road. Yes. Or chasing after each yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> Man who fell into an infinity pool says it took him forever to get out. Oh, that's yeah, very good. Oh, that's like a multiverse joke. It like is. that. That's got so many <laughs> levels. <laughs> an infinite number. When I was young, you, when you had your bath and you filled your bath to the brim, even though you knew you weren't allowed to as a kid. Is that what Infinity Bath is, where you filled it to the brim? I thought it was just like a, a brand of jacuzzi thing. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, you don't get out, do you? you no. Know. You have no idea. <laughs> no, I think the Infinity Pool is, is like, it, it, it's the water is like level with the sur the surface of the the room itself so okay. it's it's like you you go oh am i treading on carpet or are i treading on yes. water well water obviously because <laughs> you've you've fallen in 
and you're now submerged. I don't think it's much of an optical illusion, but yeah, it's this idea that you fill it, it's filled right to the edge. Ooh, like I say, <laughs> you'd have got in such trouble with your mum when you're a kid if you'd done that, particularly if you haven't got in the bath already. And yeah. you'd feel it's the edge because she knew because of water displacement that if you got in, there was going to yeah, be problems. Yeah. yeah, does that happen with infinity pools? When you'll jump in, does it go splosh? And then, yeah, the multiverse kicks in. No, I don't know. <laughs> Spent a long time talking about infinity pools. And like I say, I think I've seen one once <laughs> and gone, oh, that's a bit full. Sorry, next one. Sunak, stop the votes campaign is going really well. I don't think I've seen a prime minister in recent years who really looks like he doesn't want to win. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone does. Mm. I don't think anyone's got an idea of what to do. No, well, no, hold on. I think Starmer definitely wants to win. I, I don't just know. don't I just don't think he knows what he wants to do with it. He uh, just wants to see. Certificate. Yeah. yeah, he wants a certificate. Yes, <laughs> a little merit badge to yeah. stick along with his all his other things. With his swimming walls, his little trilateral commission badge and his <laughs> Illuminati badge, all the shit that he's picked up over the years. Because I imagine all these things that he belongs to, I imagine they all give out a hefty pension, so he doesn't have to do the job well. But he's accumulating titles. Yeah, he'll have a lot of wealth in his final years. Um, his final years in his lair somewhere. But yeah, no, uh, Sunak. I mean, he's just not even trying. I mean, I, I don't get wrong. I'm quite happy for him to lose, but I just think I, I don't like to see someone who's just, you know, who's given up. It's like a boxing match where someone's just lying unconscious on the floor, and the other guy's just punching him in the head. I just, it just doesn't feel right. The thing is, the Tories have been in power for so long; they're a busted flush now. They're knackered. I think they're they're ready for for uh, pastures new. They're just so tired. They're so tired. Yeah, now. they're done. Yeah. La Labour. I don't know what Labour represents because uh -huh. every, every five minutes it's something else. I don't know who's who's who to vote for, you know? Well, if you, it makes you happy. I don't think most people are going to vote. I mean, they, they, that they, makes me over the moon. There's, there's talk that it will be a <laughs> Labour landslide, but I think it's literally three people and a dog who are going to do the voting and they're all going to vote for Labour. <laughs> but the rest of the nation are going to go, still don't feel like, that doesn't feel like democracy when all of us are stayed at home. <laughs> Our next round is True Biscuit, where a panel has to guess which is a real headline and which is a fake one. Sketchly, we're going to start with you. Ooh, okay. Violinists to have extreme facial expressions curbed. I'm assuming this is extreme facial expressions when they're playing the violin, not yes. just in not just in everyday life. Walking they, around like the scream. Yes, they've been told to calm down their <laughs> orgasm face. <laughs> right, so it's when they're playing the violin, yes. they they're gurning too much. Mm -hmm. and, and for whom is this? For whom is this a problem? Who is who's the one who's complaining? Not you, clearly. <laughs> uh, well, just just basically um, everyone. Everyone's had enough. Everyone everyone's signed the petition. Enough. Right. Yes. Okay. But with the, yeah, I could see with like bad violin playing, we would be pulling faces. And maybe even the person playing it is like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm abusing a cat. That's the sound I'm making. But when it gets the top level viol violin playing, surely. Surely we can accept a little bit of like facial expression. Well, no? they, they are allowed um, easily identifiable expressions such as lament, ecstasy, whimsy and concentration. Right. I want you right. guys now. I know we're on a podcast and the viewers at home can't see it. Can you all show me your lament face? Oh, that, that is beautiful. Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, I'm feeling sorrow now. And it also gets to the fact that, yeah, people are complaining about these exaggerated facial expressions, that that just might be Nigel Kennedy's face. 
that he's just yeah. a little he's a little bit unfortunate. He's not he's not the most handsome character. Quite beautiful people at times playing the violin. Yeah, what's it? Vanessa Vanessa May or something. Oh yes, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't and... imagine her ever pulling a bad expression. <laughs> I can't even imagine her fart smelling bad. Sound but... like a concerto. Yes. Whereas Nigel yeah. Kennedy is a curmudgeonly potato of a man. <laughs> <laughs> even when he walks out, children scream. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Nigel. You're a very handsome man. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at your expense. Well, I wonder whether radio, do you think radio people are bringing, trying to, are they pushing for this curb? Because maybe they're saying, well, we've got a disadvantage against, you know, TV um, productions of these things because people can't see their, can't see their faces. I thought you were suggesting that Radio 4 listeners are so sophisticated. They know when someone's pulling a face on the violin. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they can tell are. their ear is so highly tuned. <laughs> yes. I just don't know that you'd kick up enough of a stink about it. I mean, it's one of those things that I can imagine maybe someone in their head is thinking, oh, I hate that violinist pulling those facial expressions. But I'm not sure you would articulate that view to others because other people would turn around to you and go don't be so intolerant well does uh, it bother you when tennis players do all that grunting uh d- depends when i've had uh <laughs> Andy alone with me i'd take it as a compliment <laughs> i wonder if maybe they just swap instruments harmonica for example i imagine it would be very hard to actually pull a facial expression while you're blowing into yes. harmonica That'd be so hard. You did something with your eyebrows, I suppose. That's about the one. <laughs> yeah, thing but even then, I don't know if I could concentrate. With, yeah. You know, if you had internet radio, do you think they could put little messages where it said, you know, like like almost like stage directions? Yeah. Um, violinist is is pulling a. A, lament, a lamenting face at the moment. Yeah, at this moment he's sticking out a tongue and one eye has moved in a opposite direction to the other. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Brilliant, excellent. At this point, his head has rotated 180 degrees in the other direction. Uh, and it's just violinists, by the way, that they're complaining about. It, it is. Uh, yeah, it, violinists to have extreme facial expressions curbed. Um, there is There was a mention here from a harpsichord player uh, who's actually fronting this campaign. We've seen fake tears, faces screwed into paroxysms of concentration, anguish, agony, occasional downright orgasm. Ah, how would you recognise someone else's orgasm face unless you've been there the first time they pulled it? You wouldn't know. Well, this that's... is a harpsichord player, so I'm well, sure that's it's many. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Now you said it's this harpsichord player who's actually, it's their gripe. They're clearly on stage every night and they don't like what the violin is doing. And they've clearly had an awkward breakup, hence the their inside knowledge of the person's orgasm face. And that's why. Well, they, they are, maybe they've just voiced the, the, the concern. But I mean, this wasn't written by the harpsichord player. So yeah, I just think I just think harpsichord players should just shut the fuck up because <laughs> no, nobody wants to hear from them, including their instrument. Their time is gone. Their time was 1732 and they blew it. They absolutely blew it. Long came the piano well, and that was it. Game over. <laughs> Yeah, and they're bitter. They're bitter about it. I'd kind of like it to be true. What's the penalty for the violinists if they carry on doing it? They're going to wear a bag on their head. <laughs> That's right. Maybe. I'm going to say true. It's a news biscuit. You uh, <laughs> Oh, right from the Lug. angle itself. Lug. Oh, my word. Hokey Loki, you fool. You fell for that. I fell for it. Trouble is, uh-huh. I thought that sounded plausible as well. Hokey Loki, what have you got? A Kentucky City has come up with a publicity campaign to promote tourism by basically sending an 
infrared laser to beam a message into outer space. A city, did you say? Yes. I thought you said a sooty when I first heard it. I thought uh -huh. Kentucky sooty. Oh, well, every city's got their own sooty and sweep show. Oh, well, Didn't know that. Know. They franchised it. So a city is sending a, a laser beam into space, and that somehow is getting them... What kind of tourists are uh, expecting? Like aliens? It's got it's got a message. Yes, yeah. It's it's sending a text, it's effectively text messages into outer space. Saying cheap rooms are uh, here, say, premier in, he, £40 yeah, a night. A, it's right, yeah. It, it starts talking about what a wonderful place this is and how green it is. Hold on a sec. Aren't we, aren't we naturally a little bit concerned of like aliens invading Earth and stealing all our resources? Isn't this is a bad idea to be advertising to the little, you know, little green men about how wonderful our planet is? And they want a different kind of, <laughs> of tourist, so it's kind of targeted, really. More advanced sort of life forms out there. They all just any old ET rocking up. They want tired of. <laughs> People from the south want to listen to bluegrass or something. But but sophisticated enough, but still to be impressed by lemon-soaked napkins. We've invented time travel, but the, the, we've never managed to wrap a small soap in plastic. We're very impressed. Impressed by the turndown service. Has anyone considered the repercussions of maybe if this laser beam was to hit one of them in the eye? Are we ready to to defend ourselves against yeah. the the the? I mean, we've already got a war coming, but an alien. I an interstellar war. war, yeah. Or with these, yeah, with an eye patch. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you blinded our king. Yeah. Wipe you out. Or sketchy, quite possibly, they could rock up and go, look, we have bountiful gifts for you because you cured our king's cataracts. Yes. This isn't, yes. <laughs> we just don't know. We, we don't, don't know the ocular state of the alien king. We should and definitely take that chance. It could play, it go, could go both ways, couldn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, no, I'm, and they I'm could even be having a roller disco in space and not even notice the extra laser beam because there's so <laughs> much going on. I don't think the city of Kentucky thought this through at all. I mean, how desperate are you that you go, right, we've explored every avenue on Earth now we must go to outer space. I'm not sure you have explored every avenue on Earth. Whoever's telling you that. Jerry, are you sure you've sent letters to, to everyone in the local area? Oh, yeah. I'm, not just that. I have approached everyone on Earth. Have you, Jerry? Oh, yeah. Well, if you say so, then outer space it is. Here's a question. How many cities in Kentucky can you name? Uh, is, um, it's... Um... <laughs> that's the thing so uh, if you're in I, kentucky you've got you've kind of got to you've kind of got to go for fairly fairly I, major time i'm really uh, different ideas i think oh i don't i honestly don't know any off the top of my head mind you why would i i to be fair i always think <laughs> i always get a bit annoyed about this because i actually know quite a lot of american geography and i don't know much british geography so if you told me name a couple of cities in i don't know kent I would like, uh, oh, I'm not sure. But actually, I can name quite a few stuff at bits in America. And, and so, I, yeah, I reject your Kentucky. I think I'm pretty good on American geography in comparison to my own geography, like I say, and other countries. Can I just say, I love how aggressive and defensive you got when, when you suddenly realised that you couldn't name any cities I'm, in I'm, Yeah, I'm just really worried that we're going to lose our Kentucky-based audience. I want it to be true because I would love the idea that um, after NASA and Musk and all these different space agencies have been <laughs> spending, sending things out, to think that someone's sitting in the back garden with a laser pen 
just <laughs> just flashing it, you know, Morse coding into into the nothingness can actually bring someone down. I'm 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 going to go. I'm going to say true, just on the hope that it it does actually rend. It is true, and it and you and you think it is result. one guy in his garden with a yeah. laser pen. Why not? You know, <laughs> Start I, small, I dream big. It is true. I don't know how much this cost them. If I were a, a right pair of Kentucky, I probably wouldn't be very pleased. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe they, no saying that. Maybe they fixed. Maybe their local council is really on it. Maybe they fixed everything. There's not a pothole in sight. All the oh, schools okay. are like cathedrals, and they're like, "We got this spare cash. What should we do? Let's blow it on a space laser." <laughs> As opposed to your version of events, which actually might be true, is that there are people starving on the streets. We've got drug and alcohol problems. Gun crime is rife. Let's yeah. buy a big space laser. I mean, that's yeah. oh, the profligacy of it all. Maybe the aliens can solve the problems. <laughs> Sketchy. Have you got another one? Oh, I have. Yes. A drunk man reported missing in Turkey joined his own search party for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did he not twig when they were calling out his name? Oh, he's going, that's an amazing coincidence. This guy is also called Brian. I mean, did he? <laughs> Which would be something um, for a Turkish man, wouldn't it? Yeah, called Brian. Well, yeah exactly. How <laughs> many Brians are there in Constantinople? It's a great... I well, mean, it's... apparently he did tell them uh, that they um, he became utterly confused when they began shouting his name. Oh, he so that told... did happen? He told he told them <laughs> I I was Bayan Mutlu, but they but they continued to search. <laughs> Bayan Mutlu. Apparently, that's okay. the, the name of this. That's person. a great name. Is it like one of those little um? Because I think that character is Turkish as well. Is it like Kaiser Soze for the Usual Suspects? Yeah. And at the end, yeah. they all just suddenly piece together. It's like it all fits because he's standing right fucking in front of them, <laughs> shouting, <laughs> "I am Bayan Mutlu," and they're like. <gasps> He I'm is He goes, I did say, I've been saying constantly. <laughs> it last been seen by friends on, uh, uh, according to this, the 28th of September 2021. They've gone out spending the night drinking. Um... Oh, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Okay, so this is the sequence, right? Mm. His friends reported him missing, right? Mm -hmm. And then everyone goes out, goes looking for him, except his friends. It, well, it was it, his friends kind of gone because they would have gone on the thing and gone, oh, look, here he is, straight away. <laughs> this is this, this is a good point. Maybe they were at the front of the thing and he, he was at the back with, or maybe they all spread out looking. Or maybe they weren't very good friends, sketchily. Have you considered <laughs> that? Our friend is missing. Oh, we must find him. Yeah, well, we can't be bothered. <laughs> uh, that, that we didn't be, like him very much. In the story. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't say how long he was missing for. It's just that his wife was rightfully distraught. His wife? So even his wife couldn't be bothered to go on a search party either. <laughs> <laughs> Will you confirm your husband is missing? He's definitely missing. Are you going to help us look for him? No. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of his friends and family had psychologically moved on from him. You know, he'd been missing for maybe just a handful of hours and already they'd made plans to... You know, get new <laughs> friends and new husbands. Uh, I mean, did he fake it? Did he fake it? Did he want to find out how much people cared for him by oh. ringing the police and say, this person here is missing? Yeah, and then see if there was a search party. You know, and more importantly, think, oh, see if he recognised people in the search party. And he yes. goes, no one I know has turned up. <laughs> <Yeah>. No one. <laughs> 
Oh, it's one of those ones that you want to be true, isn't it? I've noticed you, you two have said this all the way through this episode, and I've other people have done this previously. Everyone always used to go, I want it to be true. Which <laughs> it says something about your attitudes to the world. You want the craziest shit to be happening. I'm not sure this is a good attitude. <laughs> you want to live in a world where men just wander off and nobody cares. I want to live in a world where there's laser beams in space. Yeah, they're, such, they're such good stories, that's when why. Violinists are contorted. With... <laughs> is that the world you want? I I'm going to say it's true. It's, it, it is, is true, yes. Oh, that is beautiful. Yes. That's a great story. Um, uh, later on, his drinking buddies arrived and confirmed that he was indeed the person that they were looking for. <laughs> later on? How long? Yeah. How much later on? It just it just says uh, his drinking buddies, uh, I, only after his drinking buddies arrived and confirmed that Mutlu was who they were <laughs> looking for, the police and volunteers realised what had happened. I love the fact that they disbelieved him. That they weren't willing to like check out his story. They had to wait for the friends to rock up. He's got he's definitely mean. They go, no, no, that's oh, just what I hope so would say. Yeah. <laughs> the DNA. I think it's a plot device. I think it's a plot bit of um the catch twenty-two, the novel catch twenty-two. There's a moment where there's a plane and it's 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 gonna crash or whatever it, it's and and there's a series of there's a group of soldiers at the bottom watching it going no 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 don't you know don't crash and 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 they go who's in the plane who's in the plane they go oh such and such is in the plane and they'll go jump 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 and one of the guys in the lineup is going oh that's that's me you're talking about and then but it's great <laughs> is that it's me I'm, I'm down here i'm down here but everyone shouts jump come on jump doc you can do it jump and then he gets so emotionally engaged in what they're doing he's going yes jump doc please <laughs> um, look you've got one last one for us child gives bad review of the gruffalo online because the parent wouldn't do all the voices <laughs> how many voices are there in the gruffalo i it's been years since i've read it there aren't that many characters so you, are there you've got you've got the fox you've got a fox you've got an owl you've got a snake and you've got the gruffalo obviously spoiler alert yeah the, the gruffalo does turn up and the mouse <laughs> And a mouse. So what? Five characters. I yes. I think even with only two or three years at drama school, most people could manage five different voices. Surely, of your repertoire of accents, what accents would you be doing? What are your default ones that you would you you'd go? Oh, I've got that one in the bag. I remember every time I used to read to um, my child. For some reason, I'd always end up doing W.C. Fields. It didn't matter whether I started by the end of it. Really? All the characters would sound like W.C. Fields. I don't know if you know what W.C. Fields sounds like. And because my child wouldn't have known who W.C. Fields no. was, that, you know, I could have got away with it, you see. So years um, later, if they ever stumble across footage of W.C. Fields, they'd be going to go, why is that man doing daddy's voice? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> W.C. Fields, gosh. And did you even know before you started reading these books and things that you, you had that accent or just came out of you naturally? It's like some sort of past life I don't, yeah it could be past life it could be um some well it could be some kind of possession i suppose not so much that i sort of drink myself to an early death or something oh no um, come on if you're if you again daddy if you're going to do the role properly <laughs> have it the role you're only going to get a bad review i want a kind of a method approach to this i want you to put on like 20 stone in weights and yes Developing drinking <laughs> problems. If if I'm just reading to 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 like my little nephew, I, I'll just read. But then I'll, I'll do voices for the characters. Like uh, we're reading Topsy and Tim. Yeah. And Topsy sounds a bit like a bit like Brian. He's been <laughs> a very naughty boy. <laughs> and Tim is just oh, 
Oh, hello, Tops. You know, just just like that. But I do have this. I oh my thing. God, this Topsy and Tim is doing my head in. That's a, a strange Topsy and Tim. And I've got a character. Tim is Dennis. <laughs> Yay! So Tim sounds quite regular, but Topsy's deranged. <laughs> that's that's my that's my lady voice. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, it is, it is very much kind of middle-aged man in a dress. I've... Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. <laughs> I just get carried away with the story, you know. It's Topsy and Tim, and they're at the zoo. Oh wow! Well. Yeah, you know, there's okay. a lot going on there. There's animal yeah. noises potentially as well. Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, the lion also sounds like a middle-aged man in a dress. How is that possible? <laughs> with, just, with just the roar. <laughs> Right, okay. Where are we? Oh, yes, this child with the crappy review. Yeah, the little precocious shit. How do they know how to go online and put reviews in anyway? Well, that's, that's the thing with kids these days, isn't it, really? You know, they, they're still being read to, but they know how they know the way around the internet much better than their parents. Was it a review about the book or was it a review about their dad's read? Does the dad have his own website that he, <laughs> asked, he asked you to, you know, grade me, grade me. Grade I want me as a parent. my progress. Yeah. <laughs> He's affectionate, father, but one out of five voices. Yeah, I don't know what review site it was. This is the one review that the parents themselves stumbled across. This could be, could be, could be leaving reviews about the parent, their parents' skills all the time, all <laughs> over the internet. Dinners well, the with mother is... are very disappointing. The range of horses. <laughs> I imagine also there must be some sort of audible actor who's who's done the voiceover for the Gruffalo, who's furious because it looks like it's a bad review for them. <laughs> mm. Stephen Fry or someone is like, no, I do all the voices. Say, so, no, see, Stephen Fry does one voice and it's like uptight middle-aged man in a dress. <laughs> I don't think he's got a lot of vocal range. He's just got a very, he's just got a very kind of agreeable voice that you know, people do like to listen to. But How can you um, tell voice from his voice that he's wearing a dress? <laughs> yeah, how? But how can you tell violinist is pulling a face from the sound of the music? But you can. Um, <laughs> Again, uh, don't, don't don't hate me, but I want it to be true. Um, <laughs> do you guys uh, want it, or do you need it to be true? No, Is this I, the thing? I I, I I need it to be true. I, I de- yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna say true because I I just love the idea of of this kid logging on. <laughs> furious leaving random reviews because you do when you do angry reviews you are properly furious because if yeah. something's a bit average it doesn't give you the energy to write something angry but this kid must have been absolutely <laughs> steaming when he wrote it <laughs> fucking motherfucking none of the voices none of the voices the snake sounded like the mouse sounded like the gruffalo piece of shit <laughs> Yours sincerely, <laughs> Paul, age seven. I'm going to go true, please. Unfortunately, it's a news biscuit. Oh, oh shut man. up! Not another one. <laughs> and right. finally, we reach the magic eight ball. <laughs> the magic eight ball. Each of our guests is going to give us their predictions for next month's news. NHS to release a new COVID booster jab, which will also cause people's heads to explode if they begin any sentences with the word so. (laughs) For me, the annoying word that people use a lot is literally. Um, I don't like that one. And my eldest daughter, she's listening to this. I love you, but do my head in. Uh, She uses the word like a lot. Oh mm. my God, does she use it? And she went to university <laughs> and she still does it. And I was hoping that would like they would stop her, but no, 
she still does. So, yeah, that would be good. Thank you, Sketchly. Um, Hokey Loki, what do you predict? The announcement that Trump is actually Satan has only minor impact on his support among Republican faithful. His support would go up. His support would go up. I mean, the guy is Teflon. He's on. How many criminal cases is he fighting at the moment? And they, I mean, for any other politician, this would be absolute, you know, destroy them. But with Trump, because he does, his whole persona is, I, hey, look at me. I'm a bit radical. I'm, I'm an agent of chaos. I'm outside the system. The fact that he's on trial gives him an edge, I think. Mm. But I mean, you know, Joe Biden at the moment is busy helping with the genocide and i'm left thinking how's trump going to be worse i I don't think there's worse is there a worse than the genocide Mm, thinking no i'm genuinely genuinely shocked that biden is still alive because when he, I think when he, he died a few years ago, I'll be you honest. Yeah, they're just propping him up. Weekend it, at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone like a roulette croupier with a with a big stick, just <laughs> ushering him to the exit. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this episode. And I can reveal this month's winner is America's military-industrial complex because they always win. <laughs> and I'd like to thank Sketchly. See ya. <laughs> Hokey Loki. Cheers. And I leave you with these headlines. Movement to ban kettles gathers steam. Oh. <laughs> yeah, grown now. You, you haven't heard the other two. <laughs> Guitar school found to be institutionally basist. Yeah, very good. <laughs> and arrogant, obese pharmacist getting too big for his boots. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, they're not good, are they? They're not good. Say they would be good. You've been listening to News Biscuit, free to read and free to write for. We accept submissions from any budding satirist, young or old. Visit newsbiscuit.com to submit headlines, stories, and to support new writers. News Biscuit, real fake news. I mean, the lovely thing about the post office scandal is it seems to have implicated every shitbag from the last 25 years. <laughs> Blair and Mandelson, they were the ones who set it in motion. Not just one coalition minister, several Lib Dem coalition ministers. So Joe Swinson, yeah. I think, was involved in the post office. And Davey was involved in the post office. Yeah. Oh, and of course, Keir Starmer, who, again, he's the king of slopey shoulders. He was the guy who prosecuted them all. So <laughs> what mm. happened on his watch, he's like, oh, I've, I've locked up many terrorists. No, you didn't lock up any terrorists, mate. You just locked up a load of posties. <laughs> That's who you yeah. locked up, you little like shit bag. <laughs> Jimmy Savile just wandering free. Well, <laughs> every postie is behind bars. It's shocking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's almost no one I dislike who hasn't been implicated in this other than Genghis Khan. <laughs>